0: G'day humans, what's a good word, a bit of a delayed wrestling rap this week, but it is I, Chris Funder here, and now, ladies and gentlemen, Rudy.
1: Hello! Oh, sorry, wrong show. Um, what's <laughs> happening, humans? What's uh, happening?
0: I thought, given the uh, the special announcement this past week on Raw, you might have had the guitar at hand. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>
1: Why would I ever have my guitar on hand? Hello, I am Fruity. (laughs) 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 Oh, goodness. Yeah,
0: yeah, I'm trying to think of an acronym there, but I can't get one.
1: Who wants to walk with Fruity, a.k.a. WWA (laughs) 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 All-Stars?
0: Oh, goodness. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, been a little bit... uh plans got changed and shift around uh
1: i just realized sorry i just gotta pull you up i just said who wants to walk with fruity and i said wwa i was meant to say who wants to walk with alex which is wwa but because we're not doing walk with fruity because that's get the f out bro um
0: yes i said
1: pandered be coming after us yeah, yeah. I, sorry, I had to fact check myself before any ridiculous Reddit thread starts happening because I saw what happened to John Pollock all those years ago. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, some people have too much free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've lost my train of thought. Uh, yes, uh, so because uh, I was still a bit sick last week, we didn't get to recording Thugbidden Door uh, and then we were hoping to do it Tuesday Wednesday. And then plans changed, and we're doing this Thursday, and I can't do it tomorrow because I'll be on Twitch. And yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Soon. So it's Soon um, human. yeah, it'll happen at some point, I guess.
0: Yes, unfortunately. Oh man, I'm sorry. I'm letting the team down again.
1: Nah, it's all yeah. good, brother.
0: It's all my fault. Um, yeah. Any big news other than the uh, the AEW? New Japan show that we need to touch on, or should we get through some of these results?
1: I think we should just get into the results. I can't think of any huge news off the top of my head unless you consider Alan Five Angels no longer being a part of as huge news. Really? Oh, man. Yeah, they're dropping my five. The Dark Order's slowly going away. Who's left at this point?
0: Johnny Hungy,
1: Johnny Hungie Advance,
0: Alex uh, Reynolds Anna Jade.
1: Yeah, Anna J, Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno. And that's it, because yes. like cult, Cult's missing in action. <laughs> colt has gone full time to ROH, apparently. Oh, I suppose we can uh
0: touch on this news because I didn't watch the uh press match conference, but I'm assuming you did. So uh um, always. Yeah. So, I watched the whole pay-per-view thinking, you know, it feels right. It feels like time there should be a Ring of Honor announcement. And I'm thinking, okay, we might get like a little um, video package after the uh, Ring of Honor tag team match. Okay, maybe maybe later on in the night. Okay, well, that's for uh, Grand Slam returning to New York. And, uh, oh, I guess nothing's going on with Ring of Honor still. Okay. And because I only finished this ah uh, yesterday, as I said, I've been uh, a busy boy. I didn't make time for the uh, post match. So uh, apparently, a bit of Ring of Honor news coming out of there.
1: Yeah, death be- before dishonor is happening soon. Um, I can't remember the date, but it's like I'm pretty sure it's in July. Um, yeah, he announced it in the post-show press conference and like Rampage last week was pretty heavy into building matches for it yeah yeah there was a lot of like teasers of matches for it um it's July 23rd so July 24th over here for us uh it'll be at Lowell Lowell Mass Lowell Massachusetts Lowell Lowell um Lowell, Massachusetts. Yeah, I believe um, Samoa Joe won a NXT title in that arena once. Didn't he also
0: win a TNA title in that arena?
1: Yeah, and he'll oh. be de- he'll be defending an ROH title in it this time. The Holy Trinity of could have been promotions. Um. um. <laughs> i got to say, I do like this poster. They've uh,
0: got here, um, Kersey, I'm looking at the uh, the Wrestling Observer website. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought this would have been the time, you know, after the, uh, the FTR, United Empire, Rapongi Vice, freeway tag match to, you know, here's our spotlight match of Ring of Honor. Let's make a, a Ring of Honor announcement. Yeah. Nothing. And... God, I like me some Ring of Honour, but that was the time to do it. Um, I haven't seen Dynamite today. I know you have. Did they bring it up on TV today on Dynamite?
1: Oh, there was a promo hyping it up with the Joe J. Lethal thing. Yeah. Um, there, was a, there was a few references to it. I wouldn't say it was outright memorable because they were very full... Fully into uh, kicking off new stories and stuff today. Um, I look forward to seeing your thoughts on this episode of Dynamite whenever we get around to talking about it because it's quite a noteworthy show.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, um, yeah, we'll get there shortly, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Ring of Honor going forward. Whether this is just a um, sort of taking the uh. AEW approach of just having these few events sprinkled throughout the year before a full launch, sort of like yeah. a, a pre-season of sorts, or whether they're going to use this as the uh, the relaunch paper.
1: Well, well, Tony Khan said in the post-show Media Scrum that he is um, loading the idea of uh, ROH to Warner and all that, the Warner Discovery merger or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, Warner Discovery Media Group.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's floating the idea of it to them, trying to get something for ROH television-wise. But th- at the moment, there's nothing.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, yeah, that that was the, the one bit of uh, news I did happen to catch on uh, socials. So we'll uh, get into the results here, a bit of a condensed wrap. Uh, we go... Monday Night Raw, the 20th of the 6th, 22, uh, from Lincoln, Nebraska, saw a Raw Women's Number 1 contendership five-way match where Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Becky Lynch, and Liv Morgan all lose to Carmella.
1: F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S.
0: And if you're not down with
1: that, we got one word for you. I think you sort of mixed up the gimmicks But we get the point
0: Yeah, I was thinking of One Mr. Gun and then I'm like "Uh, It's sort of like that
1: Oh yeah, (laughs) there's only one word to Describe (laughs) you Yeah. What we got Uh, over here Kepa haters Kepa haters, (laughs) what we got over here I loved it when he used to Do
0: that uh props to wwe's merch department for actually making a cup Cup.
1: yeah that was good shit man (laughs) they had like a year and a half on the main roster and they got an insane amount of merch like just insane should have been top guys honestly (laughs) (laughs)
0: how is uh
1: carmela the (laughs)
0: surviving member of that trio same as Nikki A.S.H. the surviving member of Sanity.
1: How the fuck is Blue Pants the surviving member of the Vaude Villains?
0: Is she back in NXT?
1: No, but she's like the only one out of the three of them that's still like actively... Wrestling? Wrestling. Yeah. Well, that's a good point, too. Like, regularly. Like, I think Simon Gotch does occasional things, but, like, Aiden English is... Yeah, anyway. (laughs) Blue Pants. (laughs) Remember remember
0: that? That song. Top 10 Forgotten NXT songs.
1: Oh, man. Okay.
0: (laughs) So we have a Money in the Bank qualifying match where Omos with MVP defeats Riddle. A singles match where Anglo, Angelo Dawkins with Montez Ford defeats Jay Uso with Jimmy Uso. I believe this one might have been Can Out or DQ. Yeah, I think so. Because uh, the story the uh, the past couple of weeks before uh, yesterday's Raw was that the Street Profits are winning these matches, but they're not pinning the Uso's or submitting them in singles matches.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah a non-title gauntlet match where uh, Bobby Lashley defeats Chad Gable then defeats Otis and then defeats Austin Theory.
1: Yeah. Uh, that that was actually fun by the way. That was a good gauntlet match.
0: AJ Styles defeats Champa and in the main <laughs> event Fuck me.
1: What? Oh, it's just like after all those years at NXT come up and just get beat every week. AJ Styles vs. Champa, that's gonna be so
0: good on the main roster. <laughs> you got four minutes and change. Go.
1: Yeah, what the fuck, man? How how have they fucked that up so bad? So oh. after
0: losing their number one contendership match in the opening of Raw, hey, you two losers, go out there and compete in a Money in the Bank qualifying match. <laughs> where Becky Lynch loses to Asuka.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Which yeah. will mean nothing next week.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah. It's, it's raw. It happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Have you noticed that, um, like no matter what is hot on raw or whatever, and trust me, since Cody's injured, not much is to be honest, since Cody's injured and edge is gone, raw's lost a lot of momentum. Um, they've always, they always, always main event with the women. Like it's always wow. a Becky Lynch main event every week on raw, like all, I feel like it's been all year long, except, like, maybe a couple of times here and there where, like, Cody got to main event. But more often than not, it's the women. That's an interesting point. Hmm. Which is crazy, which, like, would have made sense, like, a couple of years ago when this women's division was hot as fuck. (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, the fact that this women's division is as just stale as it is, but they just yeah they main event every week,
0: yeah, yeah, and it's constantly Becky and Oscar, and it's like, get these two away from each other,
1: yeah, and they okay. haven't even had the big match yet, <laughs> like like That's they've, the been scary fe- part. they've been feuding for a while, and they've had a couple of like shorter matches on Raw or whatever, but that they're clearly building to like them having a big match, but it hasn't <laughs> happened no uh so should we that's
0: a, a thumb sideways show for me raw is raw's really got to stand out to beat thumbs up because it's three hours
1: uh the main highlight was the elias ezekiel stuff from that week's oh <laughs> raw. with kevin owens yes yeah yeah it's it's so good it's so good i love it so much
0: oh man um so we go over to Dynamite number one forty two, uh, coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Alex, quick uh NWA legend from Milwaukee.
1: Uh Dick the Bruiser. The Crusher okay.
0: Yeah, I would have said the Crusher first of all. But yeah, yeah, the Crusher. Very
1: good. Um yeah, I was trying to think of one of them. It was either Bruiser or Crusher. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I probably could think of more. But, yeah, you put me on the spot.
0: <laughs> now, we kick off with a six-man tag team match of Chaos, Orange Cassidy, Rocky Romero, and Trent, Barres- Trent Barretta taking on United Empire, Will Ospreay, and Aussie Open, Carl Fletcher, and Mark Davis.
1: How fucking cool is that shit? By the way, like, um, yeah. Ma- Hang on, which one's the older one? Mark Davis? Mark Davis
0: is the older one. Carl Fletcher's the one who wears, like, the um, arrow hood.
1: Yeah, yeah, Mark Davis, the one with the moustache, just looks like an angry dad. Just, like, flat out just looks like a grown-ass adult amongst a lot of these AEW guys. It's not like he's, like, tremendously jacked or anything. He's just a large man. I've never noticed it, like when I watched like PWA shows or anything like that. I never noticed how big he was, but yeah, in AEW he looks huge.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see a lot more, um, because these guys aren't really featured on Forbidden Door, at least in a wrestling capacity. I'd like to see more of them in AEW, or at very least, let's chuck them in. Ah, uh, oh, what is it? World Tag
1: League. Yeah, I think they will. Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Chaos there gang. the win. I believe Fletcher was the one who uh, took the pin there, unfortunately. But uh, Osprey, being as big as he is, he's going to be protected. Uh, the final AEW All-Atlantic qualifying match that saw Malachi Black defeat Pento Asgero. Um, It was also during this match they announced Tomohiro Ishii uh was injured and would be replaced on the pay-per-view
1: yeah yeah because this show was fucking cursed <laughs> well
0: speaking of uh milwaukee legends
1: next match... city bruiser by the way that's my answer for <laughs> N- nwa legend because he had a couple of matches on power
0: yeah uh <laughs> professional wrestling's last real man Silas young
1: holy shit i can't
0: believe you didn't text me go hey your boys on dynamite this week
1: i'm i'm afraid to message you about dynamite because (laughs) i don't know what you consider a spoiler anymore so i don't want to i just let the surprise happen and i thought it was great this was like Straight out of bloody ROH TV of, like, 2017, 2016. I'm sure sure there's an old ROH TV episode with this match on it.
0: Yeah, so it's Silas Young versus Hangman Adam Page. And Silas comes out to his, like, his Ring of Honor tune uh, pre-Tony Khan purchase. And I'm going, wow, this looks amazing. This guy. Oh. This guy could do so much. And this is the problem with all these Ring of Honor or ex-Ring of Honor free agents are flying around at the moment. They're sort of going, is Ring of Honor back yet? Can we come work at Ring of Honor again? Yeah. Because like as stacked as the AEW roster is and the AEW dark roster for dark and dark elevation is, Silas is a good guy that you could pick up but AEW is so stacked he's gonna be put down on dark
1: yeah and you need
0: you'd need him over in ring of honor just to be sort of that grizzled old veteran that he is Uh, so hangman gets the win there we saw sort of a nothing match for the women's division unfortunately marina shafir loses to tony storm in 722 uh sort of elevating uh tony going into the pay-per-view she gets beaten down by marina and um nyla rose post-match and bunda rose comes and makes the save uh and in the main event at least in the uh the match portion here we saw the tag team match of jericho and lance archer taking on hiroshi tanahashi and john moxley uh tana and mox getting the win here and it just like, devolves into Chaos Ringside, Jericho teams out there, Blackpool uh, teams out there, a few other members are out and around Ringside. And, yeah, we just go off the air, and it's just everyone's brawling around Ringside, and then it just pans up to the ring, and you see Tunner and Mox just sort of in each other's faces.
1: Just a beautiful mess. I loved it. Um, Yeah, it was... It's great. Uh, I think they really did a great job presenting Hiroshi Tanahashi as such a star.
0: I think they um, they
1: lucked out having
0: JR on commentary as well, given that JR did that uh, stint before New Japan brought their own English commentary, and he was doing those access shows for New Japan English.
1: Yeah, and Tanahashi was one of the few people in New Japan that JR like, could actually get their name correct. (laughs) Isn't that
0: um, because of um, JR's condition as well, though? Well... A little? He
1: he was getting, like, American wrestlers' names mixed up. Yeah, poor JR. He he was... I'm just going to say he went out and, like, did the New Japan stuff with zero preparation, and it showed... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did you catch this
0: week's impact at all? Or, or I, I did not last week's. Yeah, I didn't.
1: To be honest, no.
0: Yeah. Um, so we saw me defeat Chelsea Green, uh, Behinda Jigar, and Sharkboy defeat Johnny Swinger and Zicky Dice. Josh Alexander defeat Dina. Sammy Callahan defeat Jack Price. And in the main event, Honor No More. Edwards, Tafen, and Bennett with Maria Kanellis ringside defeat James Storm and the Briscoes.
1: Interesting. Need Chris yeah. Harris, though. <laughs>
0: knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Brendan Walker. I'm going to knock your brains out.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, well, um, it's it's good to see the the Killer Queen himself main eventing <laughs> impact after all these years. Yeah, um, I
0: don't know if this, (laughs) you smart ass, I don't know if this is a one-off, or if the pairing of the Cowboy and the
1: Briscoes sort of works. It works so good. Mm. It's, it's two rednecks and a redneck, like, obviously it works. (laughs) It's, it's like a northern redneck and like a southern redneck
0: yeah we don't talk about uh southern Briscoe title redneck anymore
1: no no geez that that <laughs> aged well uh yeah pr- pretty much all of michael hayes's back catalogue is cancelled now <laughs> um correct me if i'm wrong
0: big stadium show i believe it's in texas uh against the von erics and the uh Freebirds come out in face paint of the uh the old confederacy flag
1: uh you are partially correct yeah it was in texas it was actually against the road warriors oh okay yeah so uh, i believe it was the same show kerry von eric beat rick flair for the nwa title in the main oh, event i
0: can't or remember was, which von eric but it's a von it eric memorial show
1: the david von eric memorial trip show i think yeah yeah, the one that was going to be the next NWA champ, but he passed away. And and then uh, the Road Warriors had a match with the Freebirds, and the Freebirds are like, oh, you're going to wear your paint, we're going to wear our paint, doot, doot, doot. And then they, they come out and like, Bad Street, Confederate flag. <laughs> yeah, and they come out with their shit on, and it's, yeah, ages... Ages like milk in the sun.
0: Like uh, when Peacock said, yeah, we'll put everything at the WWE network up day one. <laughs> and then they're like, why is DX in blackface? And why is Triple H having sex with a mannequin in a coffin? And what? why is yeah. this old lady giving birth to a hand? <laughs> Maybe we should look through some
1: of this. <laughs> yeah, so if you ever want to hear X-Pac say, oh, hey, hey, hey. I don't know what it is. It smells like shit. It tastes like shit. But I'll eat it. <laughs> You're going to have to search it up on YouTube. Because, yeah. Poor old Mizark.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: uh, I just it's... can't get that part out of my head. Just knowing the backstory that x legit shattered a sandwich and fed it to Mark Henry. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that's the backstory on that promo about oh it smells like shit oh tastes like shit i'll eat it anyway that's it's hot off the heels of Pac shitting in mark henry's sandwich backstage uh,
0: because that's God what Pac just
1: that's just what Pac used to do <laughs> he is He's like a little chihuahua, just like his dog that he carries everywhere. Just shits everywhere. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> well, no real
0: easy way to translate from that other than to, let's talk Speak- about a show that was shit.
1: Yeah, speaking of shit.
0: Uh, Friday Night Smackdown. Oh, God. Uh, Money in the Bank qualifier saw Sami Zayn defeat Shinsuke Nakamura. Let's be honest, Shinsuke has been great since that first, WrestleMania against AJ, so it doesn't really matter anymore.
1: This was a really good match, though. I will say this was really good. Yeah, Nakamura has
0: really good matches. It just feels like the guy's done nothing
1: in years. No, he's on cruise control. Like, he he brings it with certain people. Like, he always brings it with Sammy, but then other people like most weeks, it's just like, oh, I can't be bothered.
0: A two-on-one handicap match where Lacey Evans and Raquel Rodriguez, I keep going to say the other name, defeat Sonya Deville, who had Shayna Baszler and Zia Leon O'Connor. Who the hell's the babyface and who the hell's the heels in this match now?
1: Well, well, the whole story was Adam Pearce punishing Sonya for abusing her power.
0: Isn't that an abuse of power?
1: Yep. Yep, it it certainly is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, uh, Intercontinental Championship match: Gunfer with Kaiser defeats Ricochet in three ten. Good. Money in the Bank qualifying match where
1: Shotsky... <laughs> Shotsky? Have a few shotski's brother.
0: Uh, uh defeats Tamina. A non-title tag team match where Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. Jeez, Mm. remember that team?
1: I remember that (laughs) when they tried to do the whole Mega Powers Explode storyline with these two, and it never even led to a pay-per-view match. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So it's McIntyre and Sheamus, but Sheamus has his two... Oh... Well, they, Idiots. like, Peaky Blinder guys ringside, and they yeah, his, defeat his the two user. Scousers. Oh, his scousers. He's from the black country. <laughs> oh, oh uh, And your reported dark match was Ronda Rousey defeats Natalya.
1: Oh, wow, okay, cool. So those people in the arena won't want to watch the pay-per-view then. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Well, I mean, they're having a match at the fucking pay-per-view. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's an
0: alright episode of SmackDown. I said, thumbs sideways.
1: Yeah, thumbs in the mid.
0: Okay, uh, Rampage, go home for Door.
1: Did you happen to watch? I did, I did. I was... But before the... Shit, I just had verbal diarrhea then. Uh, before the weekend, I was like, oh. Like, take it as it comes with Forbidden Door. But then by the time Saturday came around, I was unreasonably hyped for Forbidden Door. I just... It hit me out of nowhere. Like, fuck yeah, Forbidden Door. It was probably... Yeah. The, the most excited I've been for a pay-per-view in a while.
0: Yeah, yeah, same. So uh, as we go through Rampage Year, we see Andrade Idolo defeat Ray Phoenix. Um, During this match, uh, sort of both the uh, seconds, Jose, Jose the assistant and Alex Abrahantes are sort of trying to attack the other man, sort of trip him in the ropes and that. And at one point, Andrade's uh on the ground, ringside, near the uh rampway, and Ray yeah. Phoenix is uh on the rampway. The two seconds are brawling in the ring, the rest trying to separate them. Out comes our Toro Blanco. Rush. And yeah. what does he do? He splits <laughs> the upright, he gets him, clean, middle wicket. <laughs> and uh it's pretty much Foregone conclusion Hammerlock DDT, Andrade wins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I had serious issues with Jose, the assistant, getting his shirt off and being like ridiculously jacked, like almost more jacked than anyone else in the ring. It's like if he's meant to be the cowardly assistant, don't let him get his shirt off.
0: He looked more jacked than Ray Phoenix, yes.
1: Yeah, he looked more jacked than Andrade, and Andrade's huge. Like, oh, he's not huge, but he's jacked. Like, yeah, yeah. like, don't let Jose get his rig out again unless you're going to make him a wrestler, because, yeah, it's it's not like Jim Cornette got his shit taken off him and then all of a sudden, oh, Jim Cornette's got a six-pack. No.
0: Jim, Jim Cornette has his shirt ripped off him and then he's doing the old, um, Tony Nice pose going one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight. <laughs> 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 God
1: damn! Take out my six
0: pack. Good damn. Oh goodness. Uh, so following on from that, a couple of other matches here saw Mercedes Martinez and Serena D defeat Laney Luck and Serena. Hook defeats the DKC of New Japan Strong in a minute 40.
1: What the fuck is up with that name, by the way? It's the worst.
0: The DKC.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Hang oh, on. I'll I... see if it actually, like, on his
0: cage match while I've got it up. Okay, it's it's, a, it's an acronym for his actual birth name.
1: Oh, it's so stupid. Why I put that in front of it? The MJF. <laughs> yeah, like, just be DKC. Like the DKC sounds like a tag team.
0: Who was the um the Irish wrestler who came out uh wrestled Mike Burr at um Brewery Brawl? Oh, Scottish wrestler.
1: Marcus oh. Cole?
0: No no no. Cole's um English based in New Zealand. I'm trying to think of the one who did the um Scottish Rules match based on ICW. Oh,
1: fuck. Fuck, what's his name? <laughs> Ah, uh, DCT. Yes, thank you. Yeah. The DCT. <laughs> yeah, shit. He was great. He had such a good run over here. It was
0: yeah. Great. Pandemic sort of put an end to that. But um. Yeah. Yeah. Just. I think we can both agree. Either change it to where you're being a cocky, arrogant sort of heel, going, "I'm the." Whatever your
1: y- initials stand like for. Like a The Brian Kendrick thing.
0: Yes. Even yeah. though we don't talk about him anymore. Ugh. <sighs> kind of. Remember the plan! Power it flag! And in your main event, hell of a main event, Jeff Cobb defeats Cash Wheeler, sort of building up to what would come on sunday with the pay-per-view yeah. yes yeah. uh and again uh rampage ended in a a big brawl with uh like rapongi vice and unite empire and ftr out
1: ringside yeah um it was during this that i started like comparing jeff cobb to the big boss man just because the big boss man comes from cobb county and I, I just couldn't get the the thought out of my head. Like, if you ever ta- take a trip down to Jeff Cobb County, jo- Georgia, better read the signs. Obey the law and order. You'll be serving hard times. Uh, I just kept comparing Jeff Cobb to, and now I want the big Cobb man to be a thing.
0: <laughs> Who knows? Maybe a rewrite in Forbidden Door. Oh man. Um, yeah, really good episode of Rampage. Thumbs up for me.
1: Yeah, thumbs up. Uh, this was a hot crowd. Uh, they were eating up everything. It was great.
0: Now, uh, let's go over to AEW New Japan uh, Forbidden Door The Buy In. Now, did you watch the uh, countdown special as well after. Rampage? I did.
1: I, I fucking consumed everything, man. <laughs> Dark, dark elevation. I've watched this week's dark. Okay, I might chuck that
0: on as I uh, edit this show. It, it
1: had um the Universe vs Tony Nice, pure rules, pure title match. So I had to check it out. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing with Ring of Honor. Okay, let's give it a month and see what happens. um Yeah, with Ring of Honor, I. I god i love ring of honor i just wish they'd do more with it anyhow buy in (laughs) i'm gonna uh, gonna, um was there anything actually on the uh countdown that stood out to you as really good um
1: that was all good it's all good hype up shit there's just nothing in particular that i can pinpoint um yeah, it was good. It's worth checking. Actually, if you've already seen the pay-per-view, there's no point watching it. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. let's get hyped up for this thing I've already seen.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember texting Alex this, and I'll let the uh, the humans on this. I like I text Alex, I'm finally watching the buy-in. And he's like, because the first match is <laughs> Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi facing the factory, Aaron Solo and QT Marshall. And I text Alex uh, saying, the Brock approach, if I'm not main eventing, I'm going on first with a photo of Godot. And Alex said, if Godot had bet Tanahashi, it would have been Tana facing QT Marshall in the opener. <laughs> yeah,
1: which is such a great visual, right? <laughs> uh, um,
0: these buying matches... I'm they were good but I'm looking at going why the fuck is the factory on here? Why isn't like like who's somebody that springs to mind the Hardys are out of action, Jurassic Express is out of action, red dragon.
1: Red dragon are out of action.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, storyline, yeah. Um I'm just, like, thinking off the top of my head, like, what's another tag team we could put in here who's actually been featured on TV a lot recently? Santana
1: and Ortiz, for fuck's sake.
0: Yeah, I said I I wanted Santana and Ortiz against G.O.D., but G.O.D. wasn't even on this thing.
1: No, uh, there's still a lot of matches left that they can go back to for another time. And there's already talks about them doing a Forbidden Door show in Japan. Yeah.
0: um, I remember because I was listening to our last week's podcast uh, when I was walking uh, because I like to listen back for quality control that um, we were saying like how um, Ring of Honor used to do War of the Worlds and Honor Rising in Japan so we'll probably get Some variation of that in Japan. Yeah. Um, House of Black. What, like, you could have put Buddy Matthews and Brody King up against, like, Godot and that?
1: I I would say that they're more on the New Japan side than than they are AEW. Uh, They've been doing more appearances for New Japan this year than they have with AEW. True.
0: Um, Yeah, I just found the choice of the frickin' factory of all people. Like, when was the last time Aaron Solo and QT Marshall teamed on a dynamite or rampage? Yeah, yeah.
1: No, no, not at all.
0: Yeah, Um, and I get QT Marshall as a coach, and. You know, yeah. Aaron Solo has wrestled in New Japan before on the Australian tours. Yeah. But did this, this didn't need to happen with Goto. And Goto and Yoshihashi get the win. Goto gets a, a pretty good ovation coming out. Yeah. You know, it's f- first match. Fucking
1: Yoshihashi got, got a reaction.
0: Oh, dude, I was like, yeah, Yoshihashi <laughs> finally getting recognised.
1: Yeah, I guess it's cool and all. It was just like, holy shit, this is gonna be a hot crowd. If, like, fucking Yoshihashi comes down doing his usual shtick, walking down the ramp, looking like he just shot himself, <laughs> like, like he just looks so uncomfortable and like just so depressed and not happy to be there when he walks down the ramp, and. Uh. And, like, that is getting a huge pop out of these people. So, yeah, you just know this is going to be a nuts show. Yeah, uh,
0: following that, we have another member of the factory, Nick Camarotto, taking on Lance Archer in this, I guess, all AEW affair.
1: I, I think it's about time that I officially enlist Nick as an as a fruity boy. He's one of my boys.
0: Yeah, and during this, they've got Excalibur, Taz, and Kevin Kelly on commentary. I can't remember who it was, but one of them, I think it might have been Kevin, was making uh, comparisons to Kamarito being a very, very uh, Bruiser Brody-type wrestler. Yeah. Uh, following that, we had the match of Suzuki-Gun, Yoshinobu Katamaru, and El Desperado taking on Swerve in our glory, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland and Swerve in our glory win. To me, this was the wrong result, especially when you are teasing this team breaking up.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: I would have, you still could have had Yoshinabu Katamaru hit the Santori Surprise, get the surprise win there. Okay, Suzuki-Gun win. You have the tension there between the two teammates, and then you still do the thing with um, Team Taz up in the skybox afterwards, where they're yeah. calling out to Swerve and Our Glory still in the ring, and Suzuki Gun's gone up the ramp.
1: Yeah,
0: Swerve and Our Glory did not need this. Um, to me, Swerve is incredibly talented. Keith Lee is a big man who can move. This team is not working.
1: No, Uh, no. Um, But I don't think they're long for this world anyway. I think they are going to break up soon. After this match, there was... Was it after this match that Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs cut a promo?
0: Yeah, it was directly after the the pinfall, like within a minute. They uh, jump on the bike and they're in the skybox and Hobbs is there just eating popcorn and Ricky's there with his shades on. He could, still could have done all that with Suzuki-gun getting the win there. And God, I love Despy.
1: Oh, yeah. He, Here he, he was, he was over it. He was so over with this crowd, which gives you an idea that this crowd's actually... Like, I was thinking... Oh, This AEW crowd might be more into what was over in New Japan in, like, 2018 than what's over now. Because, like, a lot of them, like, I'm in a very similar boat. Like, they sort of just stopped watching New Japan when AEW started. That's what I thought it would be like. So I was like, oh, whatever's over in 2018 is going to be over now. But, no, like, Desperado... Is over as shit here. So it's obvious that this crowd was keeping up to date.
0: Yeah. Uh, so from there, we go on to the main event of the uh, buy in portion that sees an eight man tag of Team uh, LA Dojo. So that is the uh, New Japan Young Longs from Los Angeles, Alex Cobblin, Kevin Knight, the DKC. And Yuya Yuromora, who's on excursion over to the States. They are facing Max Castor and the Gun Club, Austin Gunn, Billy Gunn, and Colton Gunn, and Anthony Bowens' is ringside. This match sucked. <laughs> this match was um, comedy with Dan Housen and the Ass Boys running off, which was funny.
1: And then, then Billy like, Gunn just beating down four Young Lions and winning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I get yeah. The, uh, the New Japan formula of you're a Young Lion, you need to take your, your licks, so to speak.
1: Well, they've got to lose to a New Japan legend in Billy Gunn.
0: Yes. Billy Gunn challenging for the Intercontinental Championship against was it Tanahashi?
1: Yeah, so the story behind that was Hiroshi Tanahashi was like, we're going to America I want to wrestle Billy Gunn Why? He he really wanted to wrestle Billy Gunn Uh... Billy Gunn was Hiroshi Tanahashi's hand-picked opponent (laughs) He's like do whatever you gotta do to get Billy Gunn on the show. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh,
0: what what an odd world we could be living in if Billy had won the, that IC title somehow against Tanner.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: AEW doesn't start New Japan of America is a lot stronger. <laughs> <laughs> and not just in the uh the sense of their tv program
1: oh man uh, man then maybe billy gunn could have won the king of pro wrestling title and killed that like he did the king of the ring
0: <laughs> i think that uh doesn't need billy gunn's help with that
1: <laughs> it, we would all be thanking billy gunn right now
0: <laughs> yeah okay so uh pay-per-view portion time we go uh now the commentary the commentary i sort of had a problem with throughout the night i would have yeah. rather this be like a free man team of um uh excalibur who's your aw guy kevin yeah. kelly who's the voice of uh new japan english and jim ross yeah. who's done both uh aw new japan is as they say, the Hall of Fame voice of wrestling. Yeah. I think the night would have been a lot better with just a three-man booth. I had points there, I think it was a four, maybe a five at one point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll get into the matches here. Kicking off is the six-man tag of the Jericho Appreciation Society, Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara with Tay Conti ringside, along with their tag team partner, Minoru Suzuki, facing. Eddie Kingston, and Mox's boys, Shota Umino, who has Shuda on the back of his jacket, and Willie Yuta.
1: Did you ever think you'd see the day where uh, Minoru Suzuki's on the same side as Ty Conti? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both do have
0: legitimate MMA backgrounds.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course, it's just... It, it was just so weird, like it was just so weird saying like Suzuki team with Jericho. like that was weird. That felt like it didn't fit the sports. Yeah. E- his whole gimmick is that he's a sports entertainer and he brings out the realest motherfucking badass in wrestling.
0: yeah, i' uh, I'm sure Suzuki would have agreed knowing that he got to work over two young boys for a
1: yeah, while. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. He would have been like licking his lips seeing Wheeler Yuta coming out with his little innocent face.
0: <laughs> his little pure title.
1: Yeah. Oh, you so pure. <laughs> Let me taint your pureness here.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Um, also, it should be noted that uh, whilst Justin Roberts is doing the English ring announcing, they also have the, um, New Japan uh, ring announcer there to do the Japanese ring announcing.
1: Yeah he felt off he felt like he wasn't really giving it his everything like he normally does in New Japan Yeah I
0: wasn't sure if that was more so him concerned about a timing thing
1: Yeah yeah it felt like real short real abrupt
0: Yeah but uh, this first match was pretty fun. Um, again, as we've speculated, this is probably where Mox would have gone. Uh, Kingston taking his place. And um, the winner here, Jericho, getting the uh, band advantage for Blood and Guts. That happened today. Yes. Ah, that's why you were interested whether I'd watched yet or not. Yeah. Okay, I'll be... Uh... I'll be uh, <laughs> watching Blood and Guts as I edit tonight.
1: Interesting. Oh goodness.
0: Yes. <laughs> so Alex is biting his tongue there. Uh, yeah. we'll move on move on now to the second match of the night. Surprise this actually went second. It is a match for the RWGP and Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. So you have uh, the United Empire members of Grodo Khan and Jeff Cobb who are IWGP champions. You have the team of FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Hardwood, who are Ring of Honor champions. And you have the team of Rapongi Vice, Rocky Romero, and Trent Barretta, who are not champions at all, but are in this match because United Empire attacked them during their Ring of Honor title match with FTR. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I love... FTR's gear, and I know we've talked about this before on air, their trunks, they've got six stars on the back of their trunks, each one representing a world title reign. So they've got uh, WWE NXT, WWE Raw, WWE SmackDown. They've got AEW, uh, AAA, and Ring of Honor. So those are the six that they have. This match, I felt, was really good. At one point, uh, I believe it's Cash. I always get confused because I change their names. Uh, FTR Bold. Yes, yes. Uh, FTR Bold is Dax. Oh,
1: it is Dax. And FTR Hair is Cash. Okay, I'm getting confused because
0: Dax and Dash. Bloody hell. Um, Yes, so Dax gets taken off the um, apron. The doctor checks on him. He gets taken out backstage. So it's cash on his own for a lot of this match. Dax comes back. He's got his uh, left like shoulder all taped up, and the other teams are sort of targeting that at points throughout the match. And I believe um, late in the match here, he's fighting off um, Rocky, and they set up for the, uh, the Shadow Machine, the big rig, one, two, three, and... Still, Ring of Honor champions and new IWGP Tag Team champions, FTR. That is now seven title reigns.
1: Seven-star FTR. Um, yeah. Yeah, now,
0: it's off, awesome, man. It's great. Off, it's, oh, go on, go
1: on. Oh, it's just... I think we're at the point where Dax Harwood, FTR bold is in consideration for my Wrestler of the Year. That's just the point we've gotten to.
0: Yeah. Off the uh, top of your head, do you know how many different world title reigns the Dudley boys had? All right,
1: let's do this. So, it depends if you count it. I I guess you can count it. So, obviously, the ECW, the WWF, Yep. They did. Technically, the WCW. Yep. They won it during the invasion. The TNA. Yep. The, the, technically, the NWA as well. Yep. The IWGP. And I don't, I don't think that there was anything else.
0: So that's six. Yep. Okay. Let's just have a quick look here because they're the other team that comes to mind. Um, ECW, IWGP, uh, NWA, TNA, then we look here, WWE, WWF, WCW. So that is seven.
1: I don't know if WWE and WWF counts.
0: Uh, One's like the Raw title now. And the other one's like the uh, the title that went back to the 60s that got discontinued around 2006 or something.
1: Yeah, so, okay. okay. Okay, I guess technically two of the stars in the seven-star FTR thing is a roar and a smackdown belt. So I guess it does count. So, yeah. so what, what do FTR need? Impact. They need need the NWA tag belts. Come on. That's like suited for them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm just trying to think Road Warriors off the top of my head. AWA, WWF, WCW. But yeah, nothing else. Um, Yeah, there's no one else close to it. There's no one else that I can think of. Fuck the Hardys would be pretty close actually, because <laughs> the Hardys did the WWF, the WCW. They did um, the the SmackDown tag belts, the Raw tag belts. That FTR count as two different stars. They uh they've done Ring of Honor and TNA. Yeah, they're six, and the report came out that they were almost about to win the AEW belts too. So, yeah. Oh, you there?
0: Yeah, I think they would have uh, won those belts. Sorry, I was coughing. Um, had Jeff. Uh, anyway, get get well, Jeff.
1: Yeah, Jeff, get better. Take your time. Don't rush yourself back. Because yeah. obviously okay. you're listening to this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so we'll, I'm just having a look here. So Ring of Honor, you keep uh, track of this for a moment. Ring of Honor, TNA.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, WCW. Yep. WWE Raw. Yep. WWE SmackDown. Yep. WWF World. Yep. Uh, that's it other than the Omega and, and NWA 2000
1: <laughs> yeah no that, that's 6
0: we'll count that as 6, okay, so I, knew, six. I knew
1: the Hardys the, and the Doubleys are close
0: I'll just pull up the Road Warriors again for you
1: the Road Warriors aren't even close at all I don't think
0: so uh, Road Warriors let's see Road Warriors WWF Yep. Uh, uh,
1: AWA. Jim,
0: here we are. Jim Crockett. Yeah. World. So that's uh, NWA. So that's two. Uh, does I, Generation Superstars of Wrestling count?
1: <laughs> that's the fucking show I went to in Melbourne.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're three-time tag Champs Is that
1: how did they even have three shows shit um yeah uh no <laughs> no that doesn't count I georgia
0: georgia nwa tag titles
1: oh man like that's a little too territorial i think um as much as the Georgia AWA. awa counts for sure all japan all japan counts
0: One, two, three, three, four, four. And... What about actual WCW? No, there's nothing in here from actual WCW.
1: Oh, shit, because they never actually beat Sting and Luger for the belts, did they? No. In 1996, yeah. And then they had the weird match where it was like Booker T and sting versus it was like half of half of each team against the road warriors and booker t was filling in for lex luger as tag champ um yeah it was real weird russo wasn't even there yet anyway we're completely sidetracked um we're talking
0: about uh ftr comparing them to teams of the past uh them on par now world titles with uh the Dudleys one ahead of uh the Hardys and the uh Road Warriors
1: when it comes to like like uh tag teams that you associate with winning belts all the time it's the Dudleys so (laughs) so yeah it's amazing that FTRs in this category like considering like this time last year they felt so stale yeah yeah that's yeah. a good point too like a simple baby face turn can do wonders for a team
0: yeah uh, so from there we go on to the final in the All-Atlantic Championship Tournament uh, this is a four-way match that sees Malachi Black of AEW Miro of AEW The Bastard Pack of AEW And, replacing the injured Tomohiro Ishii, Clark Connors of New Japan
1: Strong Uh, yeah, yeah Um, New Japan Strong Hagman page Basically Um (laughs) Yeah (sighs) Sorry, I just had to spit out My drink yeah, what a fucking replacement. Jesus. Like, I get that Ishii beat this guy to get into it, but he couldn't have pulled out anyone. There was fucking photos of Yano in the crowd at this show, by the way. Could have just brought in Yano. Yano and Miro doing shit would be amazing.
0: Yeah, there, there's there's a lot on the table still. And that's a good thing. But at the same time, it's just like, eh. And here's the thing. I'm like, she's out. You know who'd be a great replacement? Filthy Tom. (laughs) Why is it every time New Japan has a big show in America, Filthy Tom's not featured?
1: What the fuck? So can we talk New Japan strong spoilers since I don't watch it? Uh, sure.
0: Okay, anyone who doesn't want New Japan Strong spoilers, you know, just mute for, I don't know, five minutes and come back. Okay, Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh, (laughs) The new New Japan Strong champion, Mr. No Days Off Fred Rosser. Uh, good for him. Yeah. So, uh, now that... (laughs) The ironic part is Tom Lawler's in the G one this year. They're finally doing something with him and they take the belt off him.
0: (laughs) Oh, this company. And and that's why I gave up on strong. I love Dilphi. He's he's a real interesting person. It's just it felt like every time New Japan got to somewhere, like even that um Oh, what whatever the hell they called the um WrestleCon show where New Japan was involved. Yeah. And it's just like why is filthy in a dark match that's not airing? Why is Filthy nowhere on WrestleMania weekend on these indie shows? Like Yeah. He had one match televised between the two major um groupings.
1: Yep. Makes no sense at all, man. Nah. Uh, so this
0: match here with a discount Hangman page. <laughs> um, I don't know if JR was on commentary at this point, but somebody did bring up uh, shades of Stan Hansen. I guess oh, that makes a... sense given the uh, new hand connection.
1: Stretch, man. Bit of a fucking stretch, <clears throat> like shades of like someone that's the size of one of Stan Hansen's poops. Come on. Um, yeah, yeah, don't they dare besmirch the name of the Lariat Stan Hansen, Jesus. Um, yeah, like, I thought this was a good showing for Clark Connors, like, all ribbing aside, I thought he looked pretty good, it's just like, if you're gonna come up with a replacement, like, try to find someone noteworthy. Yeah,
0: yeah, it just sort of, It was uh, like a fart in church. It happened. Like
1: fuck, Gato's there. I'd like Gato's at least a fucking name. (laughs) Fuck it, put Gato in there. (laughs) I I would have fucking rather dick to go. There's a soundbite. There's an out of context soundbite for you humans. I would have. I'd save that one later for Twitch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, five, five bits I would have rather dick to go. That's the new alert for five bitties um, <laughs> fuck. uh shit, I know nothing about twitch anyway <laughs> <laughs> bits yes uh, yeah it
0: it it was confusing. Um, I felt the young lines would have been better off. You know, having a four-on-four match against like a heap of like younger people from dark or dark
1: elevation. Yeah. Like, Uh, and could they not have put fucking like Goto in this match? Yes. Go on. Yano's in the fucking crowd, right? Like, there was photos of Yano just watching the show, the entire show with his mask on, silently watching. Just have Yano and Yoshihashi versus The Factory. It probably would have been better. <laughs> hey! Actually,
0: yeah, we did need a bit more comedy on this show.
1: Yeah, like Yano doing shit with QT Marshall would actually be good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, we so did get many... a Yano, Yano turnbuckle spot. It would have been interesting. How would he manoeuvre the American turnbuckle style where it's three turnbuckles on each corner?
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so this is... A, I thought this was a really good match and Pat getting the win here. The only question is, you're putting your title on somebody who can only appear once a fortnight.
1: Yeah. Uh, they followed it up pretty strong on Dynamite anyway okay that's sarcasm uh, by the way complete sarcasm (laughs) or is it just to throw me (laughs) uh Uh, yeah like i said this felt like they created a belt to keep pack happy right like this is what it felt like to me this is pack's belt pack needs something he's been there since the start has barely had a title shot (laughs)
0: I love Pac at, like, it's one of the early press conferences and he just rocks up in his full gear and that's where full gear's name comes from.
1: Yeah, because Hangman was try- trying to get in shape, into full gear shape, so he would be worthy of walking around in his full gear all the time.
0: <laughs> <God>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's it's good to see Pac doing something. I'm not sure if they're going to slowly... Uh, move him away from uh, Death Triangle and split the Lucha Bros away from him, or uh, if anything will happen there, as they have been breaking up a lot of factions recently.
1: Like, I think they'll just, like, mutually part ways. Yeah. That, they might come back to it another day. Fair enough.
0: Uh, from there, we go into on to one of... Alex got really excited when he saw the name for this, and he's like, you don't understand. It goes to this, this, and this. <laughs> so we have the six-man tag, which was originally <laughs> an eight-man. So it is Bullet Club, Al uh with Hikalelu, ringside, along with Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, in their uh, 2018
1: Ring blue, of Honor yellow
0: and purple Ring of Honor Bullet Club gear. Yeah, I've with... still got that t-shirt somewhere. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was fucking awesome seeing them in there. Like, that's the gear they used to wear. Like, when I fell in love with the Young Bucks. When I fell in love with those two little flippy dudes that hung out with Cody. (laughs) That's when I fell in love with them. So that was awesome. Um, So they are taking on the dudes with Attitude. Sting,
0: Darby Allen, Shingo Takage, and, unfortunately, Hiromu Takahashi is injured, not taking part in this match.
1: Stingo. Um, uh, what what they did they... It? Yeah, Lost Stingo Banables de Hapon. Yes. Yeah, fucking great. Lost Stingo Bonobles de Hapon. So do I have to quickly do the... I'll quickly do the history on the dudes with attitudes. Yeah. So... So I marked out hard for this when it was announced as dudes with attitudes because I'm a WCW mark. In particular, like an early 90s WCW mark when WCW was at its corniest. So the four horsemen... (laughs) He was there. He was there. Uh, And uh, the four horsemen were running wild. With all the belts, all that sort of shit. And their main adversary was Sting, who needed to get some backup. And he formed his own stable with Lex Luger. That's all right. Paul Orndorff, that's okay, I guess. Junkyard Dog, that's all right, I guess. El Gigante, Giant Gonzalez. And I think there was a couple of more, actually. But um it was the dudes with attitudes, it was like six baby faces taking on four heels.
0: <laughs> it but, seems uh fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. But it was all to counteract that and the fact that they brought back the dudes with attitudes name, like It was such a, like, holy shit, I forgot about that. That's hilarious. That's great. It sort of works for Shingo. It works for Hiromu. Um, uh, It's just a shame. Uh, It's a shame Nardo wasn't on this show. Yeah, and that
0: goes to another thing. Like, I remember us sort of speculating, saying, you've got Andrade, you've got Rush, do you do the simple thing and put them in like a a trios match against somebody and have Naito be the third man? Yeah. But I guess because Rush hadn't debuted really by that point, other than a backstage clip, they didn't really want to do it. And as we have said with a lot of this, it is something to, uh, to do later.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess, um, well they just formed on Rampage La Faction Ingabenable with Andrade and Roosh. They're like that that's what it's called, isn't it? La Faccion Ingabenable. La faccion
0: Ingablenables. Yes, yeah. because because uh al-, al, which is the partner affiliate of New Japan, they're the Mexican affiliate of New Japan. For AEW, the Mexican affiliate is AAA. Yeah. CMLL owns the rights to Los Nables and Los Nables de Japón. Yeah. So this is a uh, play on, uh, oh, what was it called in Ring of Honor? I think it was called the
1: same thing. Yeah, it was called the same thing. Yeah. It had fucking Kenny King in it for some reason. Um... Well,
0: Kenny King alone.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Um Yeah, I'm, I'm all for Ken and King in factions. <laughs> Who can forget the beatdown clan? Um,
0: I mean, it's what WW tried to do for a little while with their stop-starting of secret going, yeah, the Hurt Business is back together. Yeah, the Hurt Business is back together. No, we're not.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, so this fucking trios match starts off with sting jumping off the stage oh yeah that's right they're like where's sting
0: where's sting and they're like standing on the rampway the lights go out there's a silhouette up to the rafters of sting in the rafters the lights go back out and stings on top of one of the rampway tunnels and does a diving crossbody onto bullet club what the fuck
1: awesome man. Uh, Uh, What was your favourite part of this match? And why wasn't Sting getting nipple nipple crippled and no-selling it? (laughs) Because that was fucking incredible. uh, That, along
0: with Tony Schiavone on commentary going, he's got it by the areolas.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Sting doing the beating-his-chest pump-up thing after he's been nipple-crippled is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, just, just, like, why is Sting so good? Why is he so good? Ah, oh, you just got to love it when some of your favourites just age... just age so well. It's just... It's like... Oh, it's, Like, Undertaker was one of my favourites, but it turns out he's a piece of shit. But but Sting was always one of my favourites, and he's just the best. He's the greatest man ever. I'm so happy that I'm a Sting fan. He won't Uh, let down the little stingers. He he is not let down this little stinger, or this big stinger. I'm currently holding my Sting baseball bat, just to really emphasise how much I love Sting. Yeah. Oh goodness. Um,
0: this is this it, was a really fun match. Go on. Now nah, here's video proof, just so you know. <laughs> uh, now Alex is making me change screens whilst we're recording.
1: Sting bat penis.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. Signed, yeah. Well, like Dixie Carter herself. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, yeah, so Dudes with You is here getting the win over, over Bullet Club. I thought this was a really, really fun match.
1: Yeah, this is great. The, I still think... I, I think they're going to put the belts on Derby and Sting. I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think, Or, or they're going to have, like, a feud or something. they are got to be doing something out of this, right? You don't just beat the tag champs. And, like, yeah, something's got to come out of this for sure. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be opposed to him holding the uh, the gold. One last championship for Sting.
1: Yeah, that'd be so good. it be so uh, good. And, the, and then, yeah, and then you have FTR beat Sting for the belts because FTR banned the, the students of, like, Arnon Tully beating Sting for a championship. It's fucking poetic.
0: It actually is. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um so from there we go to the lone woman's match on this card. Um they did bring up stardom a bit during commentary of this match. Um
1: Yeah. Tony Storm's the representative of Stardom,
0: I guess. I guess she did spend a bit of time there, but I'm surprised they didn't um, have a second women's match on this pay-per-view as just the one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean Britt Baker versus Miho Arby should have happened. Um...
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have said no, but um <laughs> so no. it is for the AEW Women's World Championship, Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm. This was a an all right uh, Match, Tony going in with a lone loss in the Owen Hart final against Brit, but she did uh, get that win back on TV.
1: Yeah, this was a really good match, to be honest. Um, this is really well done. I just wish I, the result was different. Yeah, to me, I'm
0: looking at it going, well, where would Thunder Rosa go next? And Like, has her reign really lit the world on fire? Like, I don't see where she goes next.
1: Yeah, it's like... I mean, maybe... Every AEW title run, like, doesn't matter which belt, it's felt like there's an obvious end goal and an obvious end game with each title reign. Like, as soon as Britt Baker won the belt, everyone's like, oh, she's going to drop into Thunder Rosa. Or, like, as soon as bloody Kenny Omega won the belt, they're like, he's going to drop it to Hangman. It doesn't feel like there's an obvious direction for Thunder Rosa. Also, same can be said about Jade Cargill.
0: I think Jade's different, though, because she's building up this undefeated streak still.
1: Yeah, there shouldn't be an obvious thing yet. But actually, no, there should be someone there slowly building up
0: Athena for Jade?
1: Uh, I mean, there's got to be someone like Lolo that they're building right up. They've got to uh, use Jade to make a new star, I reckon. What?
0: Mercedes?
1: Bernardo? V-
0: no, um, I was trying to do a play on Sasha banks.
1: Oh, what's... Mercedes, Mercedes Cash. Credit Union. <laughs> Credit Union.
0: What's Mercedes Building Society doing <laughs> in the elite zone?
1: <laughs> uh, oh, man. Fucking uh, hell. Oh, out. Uh, Mercedes Mortgage is here. It's <laughs> mortgage time. <laughs> uh, oh, my. Uh,
0: uh. I mean, that would be one good thing. We don't have to hear that every week. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, until you have to hear bloody JR, like, accidentally call a Sasha every week. He's been a lot better. Spoiler alert, when you get to Dynamite. <laughs> oh, uh, poor old JR. You um, a bad we, one? Yeah, so... I don't think this is a massive spoiler. I don't think this is a spoiler at all. The new commentary team on Dynamite is Excalibur, Shivani and Taz and then JR comes in and does the main event. Oh, okay. Which is kind of what they did on this show where it was Excalibur, Kevin Kelly and Taz and then it's certain points like Shivani came in, did a couple of matches with him, and then uh, JR did the last three or four matches with him. Um, which I don't mind. I don't mind them limiting JR to just the big, big matches. That's great. That's what... um, um... When you get to Blood and Guts, take a drink every time he calls some someone in particular by their WWE name. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I think I know who, and we'll get to that. in a moment. <laughs> but but um, that's what NXT was doing originally with JR. They were bringing, bringing him in for just main events.
1: Yeah, the NXT title matches yeah. more so than anything, yeah. um, Taz on commentary for Forbidden Door was amazing. He was great. He really, like... Did a great job of explaining the Japanese style and like he gets it, he gets it really good. Um, I thought this was one of Taz's better commentary performances, and he's been great in AEW to be honest. Yeah, I agree with that. So uh, I'm, I'm glad he's doing dynamite now. So, yeah, all right, let's move on.
0: Oh, that doesn't make me excited for Rampage, then if Taz is on dynamite. Are we just going to get Chris Jericho? That's Chris Jericho on Rampage. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, goodness. Uh, So we go into sort of the last hour of the show here. We kick off with the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match. Will Ospreay coming out with his Rev Pro Championship because Juice Robinson is somewhere backstage still with the US Championship.
1: Fucking Juices and 8s.
0: Uh, This is Juice's lone appearance on the show I think he's talking to Shivani And he's going, yeah, I've got this belt Blah, blah, blah. it's a number one contenders match Later tonight, okay, see you later
1: Uh, I will Uh, pay respect To Juice for the fact that he is An honorary Australian now The (laughs) the same way Sean Spears is But fucking Juice's And eights in his fucking Reject shop looking aces and eights Cosplay like, fuck off, mate. Yeah, oh, and I, the whole... I'm rock hard. I'm so rock hard.
0: That's a, a different in- industry you should be looking at there, Juice.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. You. wow,
1: Hello, ladies. <laughs> it always comes back to Valvenus, doesn't it? Yeah, the big so... Balbozki. <laughs> So, uh this That's match ha- had me thinking about the IWGP United States title and how fucking cursed it is. It's more cursed than the Forbidden Door show itself. Yep. It had me thinking of a fucking fantasy booking thing I would do for the G1. <laughs> Ooh. Where people deliberately like, refuse to beat Will Ospreay in the G1 because they don't want to get a title shot in the future <laughs> because they don't want to get injured or something. And they Like, they come out for a match with Will Ospreay during the G1 and they just immediately run outside and get counted out because they don't want that automatic title shot thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That, yeah. That'd be interesting. keep that thing keep that thing the fuck away from me.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Um, yeah. So Osprey's out here with Fletcher and Davis. Aussie Open, yay! Uh, defending the US title against Orange Cassidy. I mean, this was a really good match. It shows Will can work comedy, and it uh, also Orange... showed that
1: Orange can work fucking. Hard when he needs to as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love, like, because there's so much to just go through in this match. Is there any big spot you want to talk about before I talk about the post-match?
1: Like, Orange Cassidy, like, trying to do the Eddie Guerrero, pretending he got bumped so he could trick Will Ospreay into doing a moonsault, but then Will Ospreay lands on his feet for the moonsault and hits another moonsault instead. You know, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. That that was so great. I loved it. Um, Yeah, that'll be one of those spots that sort of sticks in my mind forever. Uh, This batch was fantastic. This was easily my match of the night. And that's no indictment to the rest of the card. But this was amazing. I loved it. Yeah.
0: Uh, For me, really good match. In the post match here, like Will beats Orange Cassidy, and in the post match they're sort of mugging him, and Will goes and like takes the pockets out of Orange's <laughs> jeans so he can't put his hands <laughs> in his pocket.
1: So good. It's
0: uh, it's also a nice little nod back to um, Will when he used to have the flags on his yeah. um, on his tights, and yeah. I remember this moment. It's a match against Robbie. And he takes the flag off and gives it to Robbie and just saying, yeah, you ever want to come to Japan, you've got my invitation.
1: Yeah. So yeah, that was awesome.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness. Um, yeah, really good match. I mean, I'll have to have a think in a second of a uh, match of the night. So, itself.
1: so who comes out here, Chris?
0: Oh, oh! Yeah, so there's a there's a notable sign in the crowd that says if I hear blank's music,
1: I'll cry. Well blank's music played <laughs> Katsiora Shabata Fucking Hell. I, I wasn't expecting it. I should have. Honestly, like he fucking runs the LA Dojo. I should have thought about it, but it never crossed my mind. Um yeah, fucking awesome. He comes out and he just looks like a badass. He lays he... out Aussie Open on the ramp line and just
0: gets in the ring and Will's just sort of uh, second-guessing it.
1: Yeah, so he should. That's a, <laughs> that's a motherfucking badass right there. Shibata, like, just... Uh, uh, I, was, I was not expecting to ever hear Katsuyori Shibata's music. In an AEW arena. Like, that's just nuts, man. Shibata's still not cleared, is he? I don't know what the go is there. He's got to he be... he did
0: that exhibition-type match, didn't he?
1: Yeah, and then he had the match that was meant to be an exhibition at Wrestle Kingdom, but it just ended up being a normal match. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if that's because he went into business for himself and he hasn't really done anything since or yeah. if he's and just hasn't chosen to do anything since.
1: That was against you or Mora, wasn't it? Oh.
0: Might have been. I'd have to look it up to be sure.
1: Hang on, what number that's... was
0: it this year, Wrestle Kingdom? 15?
1: All right, let's have a look. Nope. Uh, nope, it wasn't 15, it was 16. All righty, let's have a quick look here. Ren narrator. Sorry, Ren narrator. Ren's a good young line. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, this is nuts. This was great. This was awesome. This was what I thought was going to be a moment of the night, but it gets overshadowed a bit later on, but still fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we go from there into the next match, Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson, except Brian's injured and hasn't been cleared. Sort of an ongoing thing about this uh, pay-per-view, Alex.
1: Yeah. Like I said, this show's fucking cursed
0: <laughs> oh yeah yeah we'll get there in the next match as well it's Zack Sabre Jr Brian's like uh, in the countdown has done this uh, video package saying you know I'm not cleared but I've found somebody who's who um I trust to take my place he's the newest member of back- Blackpool Combat Club and when I heard all this I was thinking is he talking about Shibata? And this is um after Rampage, and I'm going, he's not talking about Shibata, is he? Surely not. And I've heard Shibata's music, and i have gone, wait, is Shibata coming out for the next match? <laughs> 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 so this was me going, okay, okay, Shibata's not here for the next match. Who could it be then? And it turns out to be Claudio Castagnoli.
1: <laughs> Yeah, holy fuck. Like, I, I was pretty much expecting Claudio, the former Cesaro, to come out. And I wasn't disappointed. And it was even better because I was expecting him. Can I just say, my
0: favorite memory of Antonio Cesaro in WWE is being... <coughs> Is in a backstage interview. I can't remember if it's it's for SmackDown or ECW, but he's there with his girlfriend Oksana, talking about how he was too rough and got a lifetime ban from European rugby.
1: Yeah, yeah. Was that before (laughs) or after he had the yodelling gimmick? Oh, (laughs) I think it was before. I think it. It, it sort of crosses over a little bit, actually.
0: I think um, he first comes in as the rugby player, and then he goes into the yodeler yodeling. for a little bit.
1: Yeah, I think it sort of crosses over for a bit, too. I think he was yodeling and still had Oksana as his girlfriend, which I found it funny that his like theme music is like an electric guitar version of someone going yodelay yodelay. ee It sounds wait, like wait. that. Which theme? Like Claudio's new theme music,
0: oh, in um AEW, yeah. Okay, I'll have to listen back to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, just like replace the guitar riff with someone saying "Yodelayihu" in your head. It's it's spot on. <laughs>
0: it's I, also I'm like thinking...
1: a metal version of the 1812 Overture, which is uh, like a classical song. So, yeah, but it's 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 good. Uh I was uh, blown away by the fact that he was wearing tights.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And he got a massive ovation.
1: Fucking huge pop. So good. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy could never have broken out. This guy was never going to be a top guy. You can't grab the brass ring. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking hell. Fucking look at him here. And he comes out and he's just over his shit. It almost choked me up man it was just great to just see this guy who's so fucking good get the love that he deserves
0: yeah and i guess this is sort of a a homecoming of sorts for him given this is sort of the spiritual successor to ring of honor in a way given how much time did he spend in ring of honor being the uh was it the kings of wrestling with uh
1: yeah it was there he was there for quite a while um Tony Khan and the post-show Media Scrum actually said that the original plan was for Claudio to debut at Death Before Dishonor. And because of the Brian Danielson injury, they had to pull the trigger on Claudio a bit earlier than expected. And Claudio's actually been signed for quite a while. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah
0: ah well yeah uh very good match uh, sort of claudio goes straight away for the neutralizer two count on zach and well, it's a lot of uh zach running away during this match
1: yeah
0: uh sort of yeah and uh claudio gets the big win here on debut which i thought he might have a good showing zach uh, manages to tap him out or he passes out, but uh, no, big
1: win for the debut. Yeah, this is great. The The way this match started just blew my mind. I thought it was going to finish in the first 10 seconds. Honestly. <laughs> when he hits that, when he like lays in that European uppercut and then hits that neutralizer, I was like, fuck, this wouldn't be the worst thing ever if they just ended it now. Just a big shock win. Yeah, yeah, it. and then you can revisit it later with some more hype around it, but yeah, still like it came out, debuts for a company, and then has a banger of a match. Like, that's hard, man, because you gotta like it's one thing to come out and like debut in a segment or just like here I am, like Brian did, like Adam Cole did, but to do it like how. Claudio did, and like how Cody did at Mania, quite frankly, to come out, get the big pop, the big entrance, and then have a fucking banger. That was yep. great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It's good to see see people like that who've worked hard succeed. Yeah. Uh, from there, co-main event of the evening, IWGP World Heavyweight Championship match in a four-way. Jay White With Gato ringside. Your champion. Defending against. Adam Cole. Bye bye. And then the Japanese announcer goes. Adam Cole. Bye bye. (laughs) So the the crowd does it twice. Uh, And then. uh, Hangman Adam Page. And Kazuchika Okada. I uh, seem to have lost Alex there for a moment.
1: No, no, I just had to mute. Eliza just got home, so I said hi. Ah, okay. (laughs) Um, Uh, Humans, Eliza says hi. (laughs) (laughs) As we
0: uh, continue on here during this uh, main event portion. I I
1: did see the Japanese commentary say, like, boom. (laughs) It was very funny. (laughs) for Adam Cole oh, in entrance. Like a,
0: in a clip where they're commentating the uh the Japanese portion of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Japanese portion and like Adam Cole comes out. And I believe it's Milano Collection AT. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to watch this tonight as well. Yeah, and he says boom. <laughs> as Adam Cole does the thumb to his head sort of thing. It was
0: great. <laughs> That's one thing I miss about new japan world having so much english now is i don't have it on in the background i uh got the japanese commentary going
1: yeah
0: uh oh well um yeah really good match i love that like they do the announcement of where everyone's from and it's like and from auckland new zealand i'm like yeah yeah That's it's so like.
1: good it's like whenever tony storm comes out and doesn't matter what show she was on like wwe NXT. Whenever like Gold Coast was said, it was just like, whoa, that's weird. It's surreal. Yeah. Cause it's like, like one thing to be like um oh, Melbourne or Sydney. But Gold Melbourne. Coast is yeah, <laughs> Melbourne. Uh but like to say like Gold Coast, that's a little bit you know, that's not one of the capital cities, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's always interesting to hear those those sort of uh out of town places i guess
1: yeah yeah one of these <laughs> days from brother glenn <laughs> from uh, brother Glen, victoria <laughs> it is uh, the, the son of the legendary friend of the show warwick thompson yeah we're gonna train him up boy <laughs> <laughs> does warwick know about this yet I <laughs> oh, he knows he knows does warwick's partner know about this yet <laughs> Oh, we'll just, we'll keep her distracted.
0: <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, uh, oh know a couple of good schools around Melbourne. They're not that far
1: on the train. Exactly. I oh, I know a guy that could help train him. <laughs>
0: oh, goodness. If you know, you know.
1: But yeah. this, <laughs> this four-way
0: match, as we get back to it, um, is it just me or does Cole get knocked stupid during this?
1: I oh, is is out like a light, man. Is concussed as fuck. I don't, I yeah. don't know exactly where it happened, but I assume that's why this finish was so weird.
0: Yeah, it sort of just seemed to to come out of nowhere, uh, where Jay White wins.
1: I would imagine the finish was meant to be: Okada hits that raid Maker that he tries to hit on Adam Cole. And then Jay White comes in, takes out Okada, and then pins Adam Cole. But Adam Cole, like, wasn't able to take the Rainmaker, but Jay White didn't see it and still took out Okada and pinned Adam Cole anyway.
0: Yeah. 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 It was a a good match up until that point. Um, And it's probably a good thing that it did end there, given Cole was sort of out. It's not good, Cole, getting two concussions no. in the space of a, a month, given yep. these past years were a month apart. Uh, first, the match against Joe in the Owen Hart final, yeah, and now uh, this IWGP four-way world title match. Um,
1: The concussion bug, man, it's going around. I don't know what it is at AEW, but, like, Brian, Cole, twice now, like, especially uh, when... Uh, at the moment? Hey,
0: is Joe out with concussion at the moment, or injured?
1: Nah, or nah, nah, he's fine. They're just sort of holding him back a bit, like because he is so uh, battle tested over time that they sort of just use him sporadically. I think. Um, but yeah, Brian getting concussed recently is scary. Considering it was one of the reasons his career had to end. Yeah. 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 It's not good. Uh
0: good match. Good to see Jay White win. Yay. Uh Yeah. So uh, time...
1: I just I just wish we had like a one on one match instead. With I so just wish Jay White. So I would have done Jay White and Hangman and Cole and Okada. Yeah, and, and I, I would have had Okada beat Cole. I would have had Jay White beat Hangman. Um, I don't think it hurts anyone in the process, but obviously Cole was thrown in here to be the the guy that gets pinned. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this match was good. It just had such a unfortunate finish. Yeah. Uh,
0: so we go to the main event for the interim AEW world title that sees Hiroshi Tanahashi, the qualifier from New Japan, versus John Moxley, the qualifier from AEW. Um, I thought this was a really good match, and then at one point Mox rolls to the outside, and it's like a minute later, he pops back up,
1: and oh, Crimson Mask! For no fucking reason, man. It felt um, like It felt so unnecessary. It was a blade job, obviously, but it was so unnecessary. He got hit with the sling blade, rolls outside, and then he's bleeding.
0: Yeah, and this was where I was like, what the hell is going on? And it's like, Moodle's scale, 10. Yeah. If he was wearing a shirt, it would have been red.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would have been Matt Cardona versus Nick Gage. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. It was stupid to do that. It was stupid to do that much on a sling yeah. blade of all things. Yeah. And you're going on, oh, I want this match with Tunner, I want this match with Tanner. And the match wasn't that good.
1: Nah, it was, it was too long. And for what it
0: was, yeah.
1: It, it, I didn't hate it. I, I thought it was an okay match, but it was just okay. I, and um, I thought the Blade Job really ruined the match for me. <laughs> just because of how pointless it was. Completely
0: pointless. There was no, no need for it. No, in not this at all. match.
1: Not it, at it all.
0: It just baffles me.
1: Yeah,
0: I, I, I don't understand why we felt the need to do it in this match of all matches.
1: Should have put and, the belt on Tanner.
0: Oh yeah, and the result, John Moxley winning. Like, I'm happy that John's in a better place than when he first had this title. I'm happier that he has uh got control of his demons and all that this belt did not need to go back to him this belt should have gone to tana it's someone fresh and yeah you can go okay well i'm going to take this over to japan the commentary spent most of the match talking up about how prestigious it would be if tanahashi won and took the belt to japan yeah and 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 from dynamite and rampage commentary is talking up this is a war between aew and new japan i'm going since when is this a war i thought this was a a friendly partnership to see who's who's (laughs) the better promotion but the last week of go home shows suddenly it's a war yeah yeah to blade job in this match and i haven't seen blood and guts i would have been saving it for blood and guts given the nature of the match It's bloody guts. It's fucking war games.
1: Yeah, (sighs) I I will say they sort of used it as an excuse. Like, Moxley comes out with a bandage on, and he basically, like, it's a target for everyone to hit. If you know what I mean. So, like, the blade job on Sunday... Uh, on the pay-per-view was an excuse for for them to really target a part on Moxley.
0: Well, that just seems lazy.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was so unnecessary. Um, after the match, there's just a big beatdown with the Jericho Appreciation Society and Claudio comes out for the save and... Eddie Kingston spits at Claudio because of the heat from their Shikara rivalry, which was such a fucking, such a reference, but I loved it.
0: Yeah. Um, It's just like, odd fellows, how will they get along in war game? I mean, in blood and guts.
1: Yeah. I I honestly think this is going to end up with like, Eddie and Santana and Ortiz versus Mox, Brian and Claudio. Yeah,
0: or Mox, Claudio and Wheeler.
1: Or Wheeler, yeah. Yeah,
0: Brian's not healthy by then.
1: Yeah, I just think this is somehow going to end to that or it's going to be like... or it's going to be like Eddie and Mox versus Claudio and maybe Brian because, like, Eddie's... Eddie, like, has this issue with Brian. He now has this issue with Claudio. He keeps trying to tell Mox that they're shit people. And Mox is like, oh, whatever, Eddie. But then eventually Mox realises that Eddie was right. I could see that happening too.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I don't, I don't know where that's all, all going. Eddie, though, I've really turned the, the page on.
1: The he's, he's a star, man. He's a star. He just... Everything feels real. It's mm. just... There's so much emotion in what he does. He's... And, and, like, yeah, he doesn't look like your prototypical wrestler, but that works. It's like Kevin Steen, or, like, you know, Dusty fucking Rhodes. Like, they weren't jacked or anything, but they made you feel. And... Yeah, that's what Eddie Kingston does the most. He makes you feel. Yeah.
0: Um, match of the night. Gee. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say the, the dual championship tag match, the IWGP Ring of Honor championship tag match. The,
1: the best I've ever seen O Khan look. Yeah. yeah. He was <laughs> so good in this. By the way, if you... Ever follow him on Twitter? Be warned, do not check it out at work. It is very NSFW. <laughs> he is a menace to society. <laughs> uh, what is it? Posting photos of him and porn stars no. talking about having sex. I meant, what's his <laughs> Twitter name? Uh, hang on, let me find it. Great. Okay. Um, Uh, It's literally, hang on, I can't find it now.
0: Alex has been blocked. Too many cowboy hat emojis.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, hang on. Maybe it's The Great Ocon?
0: Am I spelling it wrong?
1: Oh, man, I can't find it now.
0: Oh, no, maybe he got deleted.
1: Maybe, or maybe it's in Japanese writing. Um, hang on. I, ah, I'll look find up later. This. Fuck, man. Why you do <laughs> this to me on air, shit? Why you
0: do this? Why you bully me?
1: It's great underscore O underscore Khan.
0: Great underscore O underscore Khan. Okay, let's have a look. Good thing I'm not on video. No. Dredo Khan. He's got his, like, 63rd and 65th RWGP champion.
1: Scroll down a little more.
0: Photo of him with a belt, little emoji. Oh! Him there. (laughs) Oh, it even says it in there. Okay. Yeah. Have, have fun, I can live your best life. <laughs> I may have lost to FTR, but something, something comforted by porn stars.
1: Return to Japan. The belt was unreasonably stolen by the FTR. So I'm comforted by porn star. I'm a poor person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hang on. If you just... Yeah. Uh, there was one from, like... Uh, around Double or Nothing weekend where he's just like on like a giant penis he's just sitting on a giant penis it's so great I will find it for you and send it to you Uh, it's so great he's just just such a horny menace on Twitter it's great
0: Uh, do you have a TV champ of the week because I do if you're uh, still deciding
1: yeah you go first
0: Oh, my boy. The last real man in professional wrestling, sauce Young.
1: <laughs> Does uh, pay-per-view count as TV?
0: Yes. Anything from the past week. Uh,
1: you know what? I think I'm going to have to give it to FTR. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to have to. Yeah. Uh, the um, Dax had that. Was it Dax or Cash that had the match with Cobb? <laughs> it was Cash. It was Cash that had the match with Cobb on Rampage. And then FTR. Cash. Cash yeah, had it was, the match. it was FTR hair, right? Not ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then I loved their match on the pay-per-view too. Uh, my match of the night was still Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy. But I could probably re-watch Zack Sabre's Junior versus Claudio Castagnoli any day of the week.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, like, really good showing for Shooter, given that yeah. we haven't seen him in so long, and he's been over at RevPro.
1: Yeah. and Then he got burnt in the face by the wizard.
0: Oh yeah, we forgot about that because yeah. it's uh continuing his rivalry after he put him in the um the walls yeah. in front of his father, Red Shoes Uno. Bit yeah. disappointed we didn't see uh Red Shoes in the um. IWGP match refing, but um, it
1: was weird that you had Rick Knox as the referee for that match.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had one of the um, New Japan strong refs on the uh, the pre-show. I was like, "Oh, we're gonna bring everyone over except for Red Shoes." I see how it is. <laughs> oh, man, um, yeah, really good. Uh, pay per view, five beers for me.
1: Yeah, I'll give it five and a half. I loved it. I wasn't. I was for some reason expecting it to not be as good as it was. And it was amazing. So and
0: it was, it was short too. It was like three hours.
1: Yeah. Just, yeah. It uh, it flew by and it was cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So I will
0: go and watch uh, a few little bits and pieces from the, uh, the Japanese feed, but, um, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, we'll be coming back to you soon. Uh, Alex, where can good humans find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Fruity is Alex. You can find us at WrestleOzstyle with an AUS. Also check out at Sid underscore pod. Uh, and also search us up on Facebook, Wrestling O'Style with an AUS. And you can find Chris at...
0: At I'm Chris Funder on Twitter. Come look at me retweet pictures of the Grotto Khan being a horny bastard. <laughs> uh, you can come watch me on Twitch this Friday, uh, the 1st of July, 7.30pm, Australian Eastern Standard Time, doing Twitch games playing poor guys. Otherwise, you can go back listen to the entire Wrestling Star Archive for free on SoundCloud, the podcast, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Spotify.
1: <laughs> Pod. I, I Spotify over there. I Spotify there too.
0: Podbean, Stitcher, TuneIn, and using the RSS feed found the show notes below for your podcast of choice, including Apple. Nothing left to say, but good day, and we'll speak to you next time.
1: Quickly, check the chat (laughs) and describe Uh, to the humans what you're seeing. The chat on Skype.
0: Okay. As I uh, bring this up over yonder.
1: What are you looking at? Describe it in great detail to the humans.
0: (laughs) Okay. So, Alex has sent me a photo. It is... It looks like an American like fun zone type place and there's like big caged area and it looks like some sort of mechanical apparatus and the Great Khan is hugging this mechanical apparatus and it just happens to be a giant phallus. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got quite the smile on his face. Is he he's biting so...
1: it? Yes, he's biting it.
0: <laughs> he is biting the tip of this giant mechanical phallus. <laughs>
1: The Great <laughs> Khan is the best on Twitter. It, he's, like, almost beat Sado- Satoshi Kojima for the bread posts. It's, like, it's like innocent K- Satoshi Kojima posting about how much he loves bread, or horny as fuck Great Okan. <laughs> Who also, in his real life, stopped a rape. So it's, like, bet. <laughs> like... This guy's the best. So, like, he's being a sex pest on Twitter, but you know in real life he doesn't stand for that shit. So it's like, yeah, you're the best, Great Khan. You're my favourite human. <laughs> Actually, fuck it. Retroactively changing t- TV champ of the week, the Great Khan. Fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs>